All right, today we're talking about how a small church can have a great Christmas outreach here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, howdy, Mike Holmes here, reachkeep.com, and we're talking about how small churches, little churches, rural churches can have a great Christmas outreach. You know, we come upon this time of the year, and there's a lot of really, really cool things that, that can be done during the holiday season. I want to share with you just a few ideas of, of some of the things that we do. I'll do, give you some here in this podcast, and then we're going to have several more as they're coming up, so make sure at the end that you kind of click the link and try to get to the the next one if it is published. But anyway, uh, what I want to share with you are some of the uh, ideas that during this time of the year is some very special time. In other words, very special moments are going on. It's a time of nostalgia and kind of remembrance and things like that. People get very sentimental in things. This is the what we call the, there are five seasons of a church and, and this is the, the fifth season. It's really, if you start at the beginning uh, you know, of the calendar year, um, most seasons are kind of winter, some spring, spring and fall, you know, but we have in the church world, we have kind of that, that winter time and, you know, really January 1st up through about Easter sort of that time of sort of resolution and and the idea of kind of you know moving forward and and uh, you know being purposeful with your life some of that the time from Easter to summer is sort of the idea of growth and hope and we have graduations and you know things growing and all that it's a wonderful time summer of course great time for church ministry there's so many things that can be done during the summer it is a time of sort of the non-routine and of course recreation and all the things that come along with uh, a vast majority of our country the kids are out of school during that time for a longer amount of time, and that's a wonderful time. Then the fall, of course, is time of, of resolution and routine and kind of getting back into the back-to-school type of thing. But then we get to, and the fall really is sort of like Labor Day, you know, the end of summer until Thanksgiving. But then we have this little beautiful piece of the calendar, uh, and, and it's filled uh, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and it's filled with, uh, you know, memories and nostalgia and meaning, and, and parents want meaning for their kids, all sorts of, of different things happen here. And so I want to talk to you about what you can do during that time of the year. You can kind of take advantage of some of that. And there's just a a, a wonderful opportunity, especially for a small church, because you can get, uh, you know, even more sentimental. You can be closer to home. And it's not the the glitziness of Christmas and the big of Christmas and all that. People are looking for the smaller, more meaningful things. And a small church really has an advantage at that. So uh, let me give you just a couple of thoughts that I have. Um, the first one, you know, during this little six week of kind of powerful emotions is the idea of, of planning and kind of getting ready, making sure that you are taking advantage of this moment from Thanksgiving all the way through uh, New Year's time. Uh, the idea of lots of decorations and a lot of those kind of things can go up. And to have people come and help do decorations is a powerful thing. Uh, we have a nativity scene we set up, actually two or three of them at our church, little tiny figurines, and having people come and set those up. Sometimes you could probably set the whole thing up in about seven minutes, but they spend an hour or more doing some of those, and they talk about you know the time when they were a kid and the one that they had when they were a kid and the nativity scene and all sorts of things along that line. Of course, if you do decoration of 
of trees or bows or lighting or anything special like that that is a great thing to do along the line of planning along the line of planning also what you want to do is make sure that you're taking advantage of every one of the things and the events and services that are possible you have you know of course a thanksgiving time you can do dinners you can do you know smaller church dinners have people over a lot of good things you can have thanksgiving services where people get to express out loud some of the things that are going on uh, in their life sort of a time of thanks we've had times when we've put uh, i am thankful for on a big card and we wrote those and we put them all over the place and they're very very emotional very powerful stuff people really step out during that also the planning there would be for your preaching or teaching during each one of these particular seasons there's usually three or four uh, Sundays leading up to Christmas and you can kind of build up on those if you want and kind of go into some Christmas stuff there's some tremendous ideas in fact if you need some ideas uh, you know give me a call if you're in our academy you'll probably be discussing some of these with us here uh, on our zoom call that we have coming but if you're not in our reach keep Academy uh, you know shoot me a text or something uh, in email here we go at info at reachkeep.com and uh we'll uh, if you need some ideas man i'll be happy to share some with you but the idea of of going forward and having like the, the planning of your preaching and your uh you know all the different things that are going on and of course plan during this time you can plan extra uh events too you know a party for the uh you know the christmas party the all church party the little kids party the staff party you know the deacons party but all of those are great times to kind of get together and to to do that so make sure you're thinking about all of that and you're thinking about that now ahead of time uh during the this, uh, as this season starts to approach. The, the other thing that you have to do this time of year uh, is with the thinking of head, and this is sort of a planning thing too, is, is the idea of you're going to be, uh, you know, touching these people with literature or any type of printed stuff. You've got to get that going ahead of time. You've got to make sure that you are, you know, thinking, we just did a banner for our church, uh, you know, for us, a child is born, a son is given. We have the, you know, big thing that we're putting up over the stage. Very inexpensive now for all this fancy full color stuff. And you can do that. You can do little uh, cards, business cards to invite people to your Christmas programs, your Easter, your, uh, not Easter, we jumped a little bit here, uh, Christmas candlelight services, uh, New Year's Eve services, whatever. You can do the little business cards. They're very inexpensive to, uh, to make those kind of things happen. We also try to put out special literature in the mail or an email this time of the year that kind of explains what's going on for the entire holiday system. Your people are not only involved in your holiday system, but you, they're involved in others. They have the office, they have work, they have relatives, they have all that. And they're going to be making choices as to which one of they, those they want to go. If you as a small church want them to come to yours, then the emphasis you put on that will be rewarded by just simply writing a paragraph, a, a sentence or two, on this day we're doing this, on this day we're doing this. Don't forget to come to the party. It is such a wonderful time. We're going to, you know, get together as a church family and do some neat stuff and try to put those benefits in there of what it's like to spend church in a small group and in, with your small church, you know, in a nostalgic thing and the idea of helping your kids to understand the true meaning of Christmas. Make sure you explain those benefits in there rather than just, and I've seen letters, it's like on the 3rd we're doing this, the 10th we're doing this, 17th we're doing this, the 20th, you know, boom, boom, boom. And, and it was just all, you know, make sure you have this some of the benefits written in there uh, with your pre-printed stuff. 
Also, what I like to do, and we'll be doing again this year, is we print up a bookmark. that We call it the 12 Days of Christmas. It has 12 days of devotional ideas for people to read their Bible 12 days in a row right before Christmas so that when Christmas comes, they're not caught up in all the, you know, the silver bells and the rah-rah and the Santa and all that kind of stuff, but they know the true meaning of Christmas because they've read the Word and they've really focused on, on the Bible over the last few uh you know, 12 days or so. So it's a very good thing to do. In fact, watch on reachkeep.com. You watch your email. We have published quite a few of these. We will send out some links to some of this uh, that you'll be able to use to uh, help your people enjoy Christmas as well. Just take our bookmark and print it. The last thing is the idea of just participating. This is where where you're going to block off a little extra time to sit down with people and you know sit by their fire while the chestnuts are roasting and and go to their Christmas party and spend some time with them. And that you as a pastor, you as a church leader, you as a Sunday school teacher, really get to spend a little bit more time diving into the relational side of them. This is a time when people are opening up and people and you can ask questions about well, what was it like, you know, Christmas when you were a kid? What was one of your favorite memories? And, you know, did you have white Christmases where you were at? And, you know, what, did you have brothers and sisters? Did you guys do special things on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? Or, you know, was there some memory that you had that's wonderful? And people will open up. There's all sorts of really cool things that you can do. And most of those things are done in small increments. They're, and that's why the small church and the rural church and the isolated people, you have such an advantage to this compared to the megachurch. The megachurch folks can't do what we do. They can't reach out in the same way that we do. And we have the power of smallness, and we want to use that during the holiday season. So remember those things. Remember to really kind of work on your planning and try to get everything done. Make sure that's printed up and you're creating good literature and letters and letting people know what's going on. And then make sure that you are present yourself in those moments, that you're participating uh, with all of the people that you possibly can. And of course, I know you have family stuff and you got relative stuff. You got a lot of different things you'll do too. But those are some great ideas how a small church can have a great and an awesome Christmas. We don't need to leave it to the big, you know, those the mega churches have the giant programs and they have a giant you know, bell choir and they have poinsettias all over the place and, you know, that kind of stuff. We can do all this stuff as a small church with relational stuff. So take that to heart and get going. The next couple podcasts we're going to be doing and, and YouTube videos are going to be dealing with uh, how to have a, a top-notch Christmas program for your kids when you don't have a lot of kids. Okay, so stay tuned for that one or click the, the little link here and follow your way to that one. The other one we're going to do has to do with the candlelight service and how to have a just wonderful candlelight service and really build some nostalgia into it and take advantage of, 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 of this emotional time of the year. And parents who are wanting to get their kids out of all the hustle and bustle of Christmas and into the true meaning, we'll come to your Christmas Eve and candlelight service. We're going to teach you how to do that in that podcast. And we're going to talk about what to do actually on Christmas Day, some powerful things that you can do along that line. So make sure you follow some of the rest of these. And if this is good, just go ahead and subscribe because that will get you to the next one. 
If you subscribe and hit the little bell thing there, you'll be notified when these next ones come out. Uh, so you can do that, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, you can share these things. But uh, thank you so much for being with us here as we talk about how a small church can have a great Christmas.